three great words. Free Fries Friday. Especially when they're used in that exact order. Get a free medium fries with $1 minimum purchase. Bell one time on Fridays at participating McDonald's through 1231.24. Excludes tax must update rewards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, this episode of The Read is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace recently launched the latest version of their platform, Squarespace 7, which has a completely redesigned interface, integrations with Getty Images and Google Apps, 15 new templates, and an incredible feature called Cover Pages. We use it at thisistheread.com and we love it. So try the new Squarespace at squarespace.com and enter offer code FURY at checkout to get 10% off. That's offer code F-U-R-Y at squarespace.com. Start here and go anywhere. Now, let's get to the show. Let me have me come what may I know now that I'm ready. Tony Braxton version. Cause I'm falling out of my why is a different world still so fucking good? It's so funny. <laughs> we the other, that was been when I was at your house the other day and we sat there and watched because before, it's hilarious. Like nine episodes of that shit. It's thankfully so good. Bill Cosby's not on it, so it can still air. Oh my god! Don't even get me started. Don't I mean, even get me started. It's, I'm really hurt. <sighs> but anyway, the show is fucking good. Hey guys, I'm Aretha Franklin, and I'm, that's the best version of the Different World theme song. Like, Everybody knows. It. I mean, and that really is one of the top. Theme, theme songs, songs period yes like it's right up there with the wonder years as far as i'm concerned and the wonder years is like probably my favorite theme song of all time i didn't know that that was what you were gonna say yes i love the wonder years i'm theme not even song. sure i remember how the wonder years theme song oh goes. my god what would you do if i sang you a song okay i just fucked up the lyrics but it's something it like sound that familiar okay well i did it it's not better than the golden girls i did not song. do it I bet justice that's you, you your sweet ass that okay you know what i'm gonna say different world um golden girls and still even though you don't remember it the wonder years and uh, as told by Ginger, are my favorites. Someone once told me the grass was much greener. <laughs> on me, I'm, I don't know why I did that. Okay, so. no, it's fine. It even sound a- makes the grass more like a. Someone must help. Yeah, Fuck, I can't do it. No, I'm it gonna was. practice it. I yes. love that song though, and Macy Gray. It is good. All right, so welcome to the read. Oh yeah, hey, here sure. we are doing a show. Um, so this week in Black Excellence, we have a wonderful story about a remarkable individual. Okay. This remarkable individual goes by the name Ernestine Shepard, the world's oldest female bodybuilder. Okay. Ernestine Shepard is 77 years old. She's the world's oldest bodybuilder. Mama is in the gym. She's got no excuses. And she <laughs> has inspired me to get, well, I want to get my black ass back into the gym anyway. But I was like, if she's 77 and looking this goddamn good and in here lifting weights and giving you motherfucking Dwayne The Rock Johnson, then what? I have no excuse not to be in there. So shout out, <laughs> shout out to... um is she is she like still competing and stuff or is she just well it looks like she's still she's got like a documentary on this on prevention.com oh, okay that someone um sent to me and it's really cool um it just kind of like follows her her life and what she's up to mm-hmm. now and stuff it shows like all of her plaques and um several photographs of her giving you like don't get knocked the fuck out (laughs) so all right well shout out to you miss ernestine and thanks y'all for um sending in all of your black excellence stories i'm gonna try and probably switch it up and do something new with black excellence next week okay um 
I'm excited. Not anything like drastically different, but keep on sending them in. I love reading the stories, even the ones that we don't mention on here. It's just really nice to read about black people doing awesome things. Yes, because you won't see that in the media anywhere else. So might as well get it here. Um, <laughs> so this week in the segment that we call Sweet Bitch. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, why not? So, yeah, sweet bitch. First of all, let's address these photos and how Beyonce can't even take her baby to the damn beach without you girls. Well, first of all, Beyonce played too damn much because she knew that if she put a picture on the internet of a sand belly, that niggas was gonna go fucking crazy. I saw that shit on the legitimate news. Like really, an Instagram. When I picture? tell you, they said tonight at eleven. <laughs> Beyonce at the beach. Is she pregnant? Is she sending us signs? Is Seven Eleven the due date for the baby? What y'all have got to chill the fuck out? Come on now, Beyonce is fucking with you, and it worked. She had a big old grin too. Like I bet you dumbasses are talking <laughs> about it right it. now. You're talking about it right now, ain't you? With your dumb and Blue ass. Ivy was completely clocked out. Like, girl, I see your shenanigans, and I don't want no parts of this. She bullshit. had her back turned to the like her back was on the camera like i don't even give a fuck what's going on over there i'm working on this art over here bitch and right. don't you fucking and disrupt me that's you want to play games with your fans disrupt the hive have the whole internet going nuts wondering if your ass is pregnant i don't have time for your bullshit today beyonce i'm over here building things girl girl blue ivy did it though she was the one who was like, you know what? I'm just going to give you twins. So these hoes, because it's just whatever. This is how we break the internet. We you do, think so? We do what we want. We just live our lives. I think that's how we break the internet. Probably. We don't Jules show nothing. We just live. We just go to the fucking beach, slide to the left so I can get some of this sea foam that's coming up into the tide <laughs> to change, to texturize my sand so I can finish the, the, the right wing of my fucking sand mansion. What is that's my- what you do. I just live my life and the internet's broke what are you gonna do about it okay so i mean that is one way to feel about it anyway i've at this point just you know accepted the fact that beyonce is going to have a pregnancy rumor every other month Mm -hmm. if that and when she does decide to have children again i will wait for her to say it i definitely don't think she's pregnant now though i don't either if only because she was doing all that fucking skiing in the himalayas and shit for jay's birthday whatever the fuck they was doing uh just you know five or six weeks ago and so i just really don't think a woman in her first trimester would be doing that nor would she be announcing her pregnancy on instagram so can you go in a hot spring when you're pregnant because weren't they doing that i don't too? think you i don't think you're supposed to but who knows like but, you know, whenever Beyonce decides to fuck with our emotions, then for a minute you kind of forget how to be reasonable and think about things like, okay, you know, this I'm doesn't not make phased. Any At this point, I'm so numb to those rumors. I'm just like, girl, whenever you're ready, just let me know, I guess. I you don't even have to. I just love seeing the uproar, like seeing other people be legitimately pressed about whether she's having a baby. That is just... Well, Michelle went on, like, The View or something, or one of them shows, and she was like, sorry, she's not pregnant. It was so funny. She's so excited to have people ask her what she thinks about stuff. You're so stupid. But she said no. And at first, I was kind of like... Don't do this. I know what you're about (laughs) to say, and I'm going to ask you not to say it. All right, never mind. But the show was like, I don't believe she's pregnant. (laughs) Right. So, um, yeah, there's that. Okay. Well, all right, Beyonce. Let's talk about... You mm, win again. Which dumbass do I want to go to first? So many dummies. Let's talk about Kenya Moore. Girl, this deluded motherfucker So Kenya Moore somehow... (laughs) Girl, get the fuck. Somehow... Was at a gold. She was at a Golden Globes after party, which seems like a little bit easier. She may have been at the show too. This really is what know. happens when people put plus one on the invitation instead of just putting the name of the person invited. Kenya Moore shows up. So Kenya said something about um, like lots of people were there and they were nice. She named Taylor Swift, but then she said Lupita refused to take pics after two movies. Girl, bye. How many movies have you been in, Kenny Moore? How many movies have you been in that we have watched? I'm not talking about Amazon Instant Video. (laughs) I'm not talking about, like, blockbuster video bins. I'm asking you, besides Mrs. Bozak, 
what roles have you been giving the girls? I'd like to know that. Of course, Lupita didn't want to take no motherfucking <laughs> picture with you. You don't do it. Like, she probably didn't even know who you were. She right. probably thought you were passing out free samples and just didn't come up to you because you didn't have a tray in your hand. Like, who is this bottle service girl and why doesn't she have shots? Right. Of course, I'm not taking no damn picture with you. Like, where? She looked at you and thought you were selling something. She was confused. I, I highly doubt she knows your name or understood that she was offending a reality TV quote unquote star, you know, during that moment. But I don't actually give a fuck how many movies you've done, Kenya Moore. You haven't done anything to put you on the same level as Lupita Nyongo. Like that is just the black ass bottom line. I don't know your resume because I don't give enough of a fuck about you. I know you're on Real Housewives of Atlanta and that's all I need to know to know that you have not done as much as Lupita Nyongo. Like that's all I need to know about you. Like you're the show has made you into a name. It's not like you were candy or something. Like you people are talking about you because of this fucking reality show. So catch a goddamn grip about yourself. It's not like they're talking about you on this reality show because oh my goodness, look at Kenya Moore out here like feeding the homeless and bringing dead baby birds back to life and like 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 you're you're known for being crazy and being in some shit all the time you're known for arguing with other grown ass women on television and setting that ass off for people's husbands <laughs> whether it was true or not this is what you are known even for. that one even besides apollo on this new season i've been watching it yes and she came to that damn oh that that tyler perry girls party and what's his name that man with the two first names that they keep saying roger bob roger bob roger why can't you just say roger nigga we know who you're talking about you have to say bob too and when roger bob's ass wasn't at the fucking function she was like oh i done beat my face and put on these damn stilettos and roger bob ain't here so what girl that's not your man anyway right and even lupita has the right to not want to take a picture with anybody if she desires or does not and even if she did know who she was if she watched that fucking show every week i would still expect for her to spit at your feet and pay <laughs> you dust bitch because why would she want to take a right. picture with you you're a nutcase it's not like being seen with you is going to improve her brand or image or career in any way the only person who benefits there is you so why would she go out of her way and even if it was meryl fucking streep or angela bassett if she don't want to take the fucking picture then she just says no and that's it bitch like that's just it i don't understand how you feel entitled to that talking about oh i will i just hope to always remain humble like there is a chance in hell that your ass is ever gonna wake up and be an eighth as talented as that girl humble for what bitch stay humble what reason do you have to brag where is the accomplishment you have no reason to be anything but humble humble ought to be your goddamn default what you mean you hope to stay humble what other plane is there after two movies bitch blockbuster movies (laughs) with more on the way come talk to my oscar about my two movies are you out your goddamn mind you better get these deluded assholes out of here y'all gas these bitches up on instagram and shit have them thinking they really some fucking body Gone with the wind, fabulous. Lupita is the wind. Like, bitch, who are you? So, let's discuss um, Santana from Glee. Now, Ooh, let's she not. was on... Um, let's not. Naya Rivera was on The View yesterday, I think. Mm-hmm. And say, they were talking about, I guess, hygiene or something. And she said... Hmm gonna say it she said i think that white people shower a lot more than ethnic i'll get back to that okay i feel like showering more than once a day or every day is such a white people thing my mom is half black half puerto rican she showers every day so i can say this but i'm now married to a white man and he showers a lot like two three times a day and i'm like what are you doing so Let's just hit rewind real, real quick and let's go over to uh, um, right. this word ethnic. Okay. I think that white people shower a lot more than ethnic. White people don't have ethnicities. Sweetheart. See, this is just another case of how you people just say whatever the fuck and don't bother to check about whether it actually means what the fuck you're trying to say. White people, like, the, the idea... Don't even. I'm not even getting into that because the shit is simple. Whatever. I feel like showering more than once a day or every day is such a white people thing. Since when? Just now when you made that up? Naya Rivera, I don't think that... (laughs) 
Listen, if you want to start like a wonderland of <laughs> mushrooms down there in your folds, that's <laughs> your business. That is all on you. Right. And you can do whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. If your white rabbit wants to, you know, be late for a very important date down in your Alice in Wonderland of mushrooms down there in those panties, then you, that's your business. You know what I'm saying? It makes a whole lot of sense why Big Sean has an I don't fuck with you song now. It's just because why would you? Right. Gross. But don't speak for the rest of us. No. Do not speak for ethnic people. <laughs> what? Talk about taking a shower. Did she say one or two times a day? It's once a day or every day. It's a white people thing. You brought your ass on national get into television get into and told all of those soccer moms <laughs> that we don't wash our ass every day? Are you out of your fucking mind? And did you see how relieved they were? Facebook comments talking about, oh, thank God, I thought I was the only one who hated showering daily. You are. Y'all and Naya Rivera are the only fucking ones. The rest of us love to get our asses in the tub. Like, I enjoy taking a shower. I like having a vagina that doesn't taste like raw potatoes. Like, I just feel like everything about Naya Rivera is disgusting. And then to be like deriding her husband like he actually showers two or three times a day you sound like disgusted or confused that he like washes his ass like it's better to wash twice a week instead of twice a day most of us are out here trying to inspire these niggas to go and jump in the day and you got a motherfucker who is actually washing his ass sometimes twice that means he is so concerned he is so concerned with being fresh and not being musty in your presence and making sure that if anything pops off that everything is just fresh and like Ziploc bag new maybe he and works you, out a lot. maybe he goes to the gym and he doesn't want his balls to taste sweaty maybe he wishes you would rinse your pussy off sometimes if you go to the gym on a regular basis two showers is almost like a gift yes it is because if you really put in work at the gym then you are going to be nasty when it's done like you're going to be sweaty and gross you at least go unless you go there. to the gym like right before you go home for the night and you right. ain't about to do shit else right and but you if shower you go like first once thing you get in home. the morning before you go to work you not I, I hope to god you're not going to work with that layered dried up sweat and whatever the fuck else bacteria you was sitting in while you was in the gym like i hope you don't just rub some deodorant on over that and take your ass to work but naya rivera does <laughs> I think this explains why that white girl didn't want your ass on set no more what's her face this is why um i think that <laughs> i'm so lost i just I can't. Yes, we don't like, have to. Like, at all. And it's just, she tried to act like it was a joke. Or like, oh, you guys need to just get a sense of humor. Or I don't know. But she tried to play it off mm-hmm. like it was just a joke. Well, black people don't play it You meant like it. <laughs> you were dead ass serious. <laughs> I have never met any person of color, whether you are black, Latin, right. anything. I've never, ever met any person of color. That has been like, oh, yeah, girl, I'd just be musty and it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, girl, I just sit around in the same Never. Even people who don't wash the ass every day are too ashamed right. to say that they and don't. that's really the root here. Where is your fucking shame? You had the whole entire fucking guff to get on live TV. Like, girl. Like, ma'am, you really got on television and told everybody that you don't wash your ass anymore. And the impudence, not only just that you don't wash your ass, but that the rest of us don't either. Yeah, Let me explain then, something to you. Just put you. us all over here. Let me explain something to you. White folk that are listening, tell all of your friends that Naya Rivera is a lie. She's a lie. She is a whole entire lie. I don't know her. I, don't, I do not know her. I'm not represented by her. No. I'm not affiliated with her. No. And what she does with her body wash or lack thereof is her fucking business. But me, myself, and most of the niggas I know, we bathe. It's nothing I'm going to... It's nothing. It's no sacrifice I won't make in order to bathe. I will find a way to bathe no matter the fuck what. The only times that I have ever gone like days without showering have been when I was in like, like the depths of despair and right. was just like this is the bed that i plan on dying in and nobody when my depression was at like an at an high. all-time high where i like legit just forgot that there was a shower when it was like there. i either lay here or i die but like, i that was because i went 
I'm in the house. I'm not going anywhere. Right. I also didn't leave or have guests or visitors, nor did I just go around telling people, hey, I don't shower because, like, girl, what? first of all, something what? had to be... Something was wrong with me, first of all. No, I'm still, like, flabbergasted by her comments. We don't... We're, we're getting... We're so deep into this. Like that ash in between your thumb and like index finger. You know how sometimes you'll get ashy right here in this little yeah, V part. Yeah. That is like one of my sworn enemies. Yes. I have to carry like little tubes of lotion around with me because I won't do it. Right. Speak for yourself. Girl. So the last um story that I have on here. <sighs> I have a headache now. Like she really that was personally. Just offensive. how dare you? gonna go out here and tell white people we don't bathe every day you better get the f- i can't don't do this oh she was lost so i'm still i'm upset this may be my read i don't know because i'm just gonna do it now but what? we'll see how i feel towards the end of the show <laughs> okay um because i feel like that's what's about to happen okay so i don't know if you saw this or not because we definitely did we were in philly last night shout out to philly we'll talk more about that at the end of the show but we didn't get to tape this and i said how much i wanted to tape this nancy grace interview with two chains oh lord about the legalization of marijuana (laughs) oh god how bad was it it actually was fantastic. You didn't watch it? No. It was actually really good. I haven't like, had a chance to heinous. see it yet. So the, here's the thing. The reason why I said initially that I wanted to record it and why I was kind of like concerned wasn't because it's 2 Chains. Because I wasn't 100% sure, but I was pretty sure that 2 Chains is one of the few rappers that actually like has an education and can like read and write and spell. Okay. So I was like, I think 2 Chains can do this All right. but it still felt like another incident uh with like a white newscaster or whatever you would call nancy grace mm-hmm. trying to get a rapper or someone that they deem like low class and hip-hop and uneducated and stupid like i feel like that was her trying to pull him on there and like punk him yeah you know and make him sound stupid make him look stupid yeah and so bill o'reilly does it all the time i think that he said that he's got an interview coming up with bill o'reilly too which i'm dreading because i just know that the whole goal there is to be like you're a rapper and look at your lyrics and look at these naked women in your videos and you know who are you and why you know what i'm saying like you want to talk about the legalization you're Nancy fucking Grace. You want to talk about the legalization <laughs> of marijuana in America and you decided that you should talk to two chains about it? Of all fucking Of people. all the fucking people to talk to? Like, obviously, your game here is to try and be, like, cute and funny and, and tell, you know, and embarrass this man. Mm-hmm. And she knew. I wasn't even sure if I knew this, but apparently... Two chains graduated from college with like a two point. I mean, two point We graduated from college with a four point Really? That's what she said. Okay. And so, the way that he handles himself in this interview, I believe it. You know what I'm saying? He spoke very well. He, you know, kept his composure. He was very calm. He treated this bitch. When I tell what? you, like, he did. He didn't lose. Oh, it. He didn't yell. He didn't like shout. And sometimes he definitely would like, like. They kind of didn't really get into shouting matches, but she kind, he kind of would like, he would be talking and she would try to cut him off and he would keep talking. Yeah. Like, you're going to listen, let me finish and say what I have to say. But the whole, the whole thing was mostly like her putting up clips of like people giving joints to kids. Like having their sons or daughters or little siblings smoking joints and their kids are like running around with motorcycle helmets on or whatever kind of random shit. She's showing, like reading his lyrics and showing his music videos. And it felt like trying to like belittle him and be like, why do you want league to, why do you want pot to be legal? That is how she is. I can't even believe he agreed to go on this show. I'm like watching it back now. I'm so glad that he did because again, he treated that ass. He said like, he hit all of these great points about why he feels like weed should be legal. Now, whether you agree with the legalization of it or not, he handled himself way more professionally in that interview than she did. And every time he hit her with a push, she would always say something to him. And he like, okay, for instance, the kids. He would, she would show this clip of a little kid smoking marijuana or whatever. And then he would be like, you know, I feel like that's, has to do with responsibility. 
he would mention that that's just irresponsible people. The same way, for instance, that you have to be responsible with alcohol. You can't be out here. Teenagers drink. You can't be out here giving teens liquor. And I'd be hard pressed to believe that there aren't a ton of parents out here who have or are giving their toddlers little sips of beer or whatever to like see how they react to it. Parents do this all the time. No, like you have to be a responsible fucking person. If they're not going. You are so dumb. No, they dead ass will rub wine on their baby. It's true though. No, I know. Go the fuck to bed. But that's the point there. Like, if you're an irresponsible person, then you shouldn't be have. You shouldn't be smoking. You shouldn't be drinking. You Mm -hmm. shouldn't be doing anything that requires a ton of responsibility because you're just not a responsible individual. I smoke weed all the time. I think it's great. If I ever did have kids, I'd probably stop smoking. Right. Or if I did, it would have to be like a rare occasion where somebody's watching my kid and I'm out with my friends and somebody's got some and I'm going to do it. And I'm going to make sure that when I go home to my baby, I don't still smell like weed. And that doesn't mean that I don't want my child to ever smoke weed when they grow up. I just want to focus more so on making sure that I'm raising a responsible human being, someone with morals, someone who knows right from wrong and how to not act an ass so that when you do decide to experiment with weed if you do that you know not to be a fucking idiot with it that's the point here if you like anyway he hit her ass with that I see damn and at one point he had said something about like the legalization of weed would free up a lot of tax dollars and even I was kind of like where are you going with this and so I knew she was going to pull that up because she every time he would make a point, she would try and cut him off and be like, well, you're not listening to what I'm saying, because what I'm saying is how can you watch this clip she is so and crazy. feel like and he's there like, ma'am, I've said all right. Like he's very calm. Anyway, that's dope. I when he brought up now. the tax paying thing, she said something like, I'm really confused as to how it frees, uh, frees up tax paying dollars or, or whatever. How, how does that? How does that work? Mm -hmm. And she knew. You could hear in her voice. She knew she had him. And he explained, well, when I get pulled over on my tour bus and they find like some weed residue on there and I have to go to court and then they throw my case out and give it to the fucking my security guard because he's the one who packed it. And then his shit gets thrown out because, girl, what are you going to do over about like some residue? Like he said, if that is not a waste of taxpayers dollars, I don't know what is. Silence. Oh. And she like, and what was funny about it was she came, she followed that up by saying something like, I can't disagree with you there. And then she was like tripping up over her words and saying shit that didn't make no sense. Like, like mad that he had a point. I, um, Tuesday elephant will be right back on juice. Like, but what I meant was like, she was so fucking confused. I am so proud of that brother yes. let me explain something to, because i i have seen so many times where these people on the news hln fox news whatever cnn whatever the fuck i've seen plenty of these people don lemon whoever they always try and get a rapper or get some fucking mm-hmm. reality star or someone else who's a part of like urban pop culture and put them on blast and try and make them look stupid you madam didn't know what the <laughs> fuck you were talking about and you were well, not expecting or prepared from this black man from georgia who spits a couple of rhymes about fat asses to come out here and treat your ass and that's what the fuck he did and i commend him for it light one up if you haven't done it already spark one up for two chains on this bitch tonight he explains her when i tell you (laughs) she tried to talk about how his name was titty boy and two chains and like said said it in this way yes and he explained why his name is titty boy it's not because he loves titties it's like a like a name that he got from home i'll let you watch the interview okay. but he even went over that he mentioned that too like no ma'am you're not gonna sit up in here and punk me because i know what the fuck i'm talking about and you can get your yeah. ass done shout out to two chains yeah, for that fuck her racist that shit fuck is racist her. it is racist when you don't even know what the can... fuck you're talking about and furthermore you don't even give a fuck about the legalization of weed nobody really cares about the legalization of weed in this country anymore and the people who do really can sit the fuck down like Honestly, you can feel passionate about it, about it if you want to, but weed is really no different than like alcohol or plenty of these OTC drugs that people are getting at Dwayne Reed and crunching up and fucking snorting <laughs> and selling it. I'm dead ass. Like people who want to be irresponsible with drugs and alcohol are just going to do that. Right. Even if they can't get weed, they'll find some other 
you know, substance to abuse. So you thought that you, that's not even they the point. They drink Listerine. Alcoholics who are broke and desperate will drink Listerine to get drunk. If you are an addict, you will do anything. You don't give a fuck about whether it makes sense. That's not the point here. You just wanted to have this man on here and come and try and embarrass him and degrade him. And you got your ass purchased. Good Good night to you. Fuck Nancy Grace. Anyway, that is the um, (laughs) sweet bitch portion of the show for today. We're going to take a quick break and come back. All right, y'all. So we're back. And okay. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. I had to just do a real quick breath. Yes. So in our current earthly presence <laughs> yes. is like I'm honored to have Jasmine Sullivan in the studio with us tonight. Like I can't speak. Thank you so much no for coming. No problem. Y'all are so crazy. Look at y'all. So <laughs> Let me just get it out. First of all, I want you to know that this is the type of stand that I am. Um, I remember wanting to call people after the first Grammys mm-hmm. when I felt like you didn't receive enough. I remember cro- uh, driving down I-95 and like bawling with After the Hurricane playing. I um, remember purchasing, purchasing the second album and getting my whole life. Like, I have followed you... From like new Jasmine, like from like the new from the Missy, like from oh shoot, you did it! I can't like, woo! All right, so it's been a long. Thank time. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. We're so excited that you're here now. I'm glad to be here. Um, you've got a new album out. Yes, reality yes, I did. show it's called Reality Show. Mm-hmm. Before we get into that, though, I just want to again let you know how I was personally affected when you decided to take a break. Now I understand that, you know, human and we've got to sometimes do us because I totally get and respect that. But it was a moment for me where I was just like, damn, a real talent. (laughs) Like, damn, 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 exactly. So like, I don't know. Can you just kind of give us like an an idea of where you were at when you decided to like to take a step back and what I guess inspired you to like be like, okay, I'm ready to be back now. Um, well, what happened? What happened was what happened? Okay. (laughs) I was, um, in a really bad relationship. Um, and it kind of like sucked the life out of me. It sucked the fun out of a lot of things. Um, not just music. Like I, um, I found myself, first of all, it had gotten, it was bad and it had gotten physical. Um, and I had become the girl that I never thought I would be. I had given basically everything to him and to the relationship. And I lost myself. Like, little by little, I lost pieces of myself. So, by that time, I was kind of just, like, overdoing anything. Like, I was really focused um, on trying to make that work. You know, sometimes even when things are bad, when you love somebody or you're used to them, you know, you just become attached and you want to hold on to it even though it's not right. And I chose to try to hold on to that instead of um, focusing on anything else. So that's kind of why I stopped. Um, And naturally, when the relationship ended, thank God, (laughs) um, you know, that that love kind of came back. And I I, but, but before that, I really had to do a lot of like soul searching because after being in a situation like that, you know, you feel bad about yourself you know and when you you're not with that person you just feel you feel bad so i had to really do like a lot of praying and and soul searching really to get back to a healthy space so i'm good now so (laughs) we're so excited to have you back thank you i was at the uh the gramercy theater not too long ago and you had a show out here and um I remember texting a friend of mine and being like, I am standing in 24 whole human degrees out here waiting Yo, to get inside this so theater. I so bad for everybody that was waiting. It just, I, the sound or something was just not right that, that, um, that night. So I had to get it together. No, no. I took that as like, that reaffirmed how much of a fan I, cause had it been many other people, I would have been like, I'm taking my frigid black ass home. <laughs> like really I can't even cold. just, but I refused to miss it. And yeah. you did such an amazing Thank job. Thank you. I was so happy that my fans, you know, stayed and waited and then when i got in there everybody was so like just the love that i've been getting just is beyond anything i could imagine um not just my fans but like my peers too like mm-hmm. k michelle was tweeting and Tay- tamar and fantasia all of them so i was just like i saw I a video where beyonce said something about you being be, be spoke to me y'all be spoke to me <laughs> doesn't it feel good to know it that really beyonce, really like i was frozen like i became like a little 
sparkle on her catsuit. Yeah, I understand. I, I was I like, Beyonce better <laughs> absolutely acknowledge it. Yeah. And that's just like a, a cute sprinkle of like, yes, this one over here, she because belongs they, here. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of you, oh, but I like her. Because they're no, among the few who can sing. Like, all the girls out here are not able, and some of you can. Some of them ain't. Girl, don't get bashful. You know you can sing your ass off. Thank you. Thank you. I saw a video of you performing, um, I think, Home from when you were like a little girl yeah i think maybe you were in the third grade or something and it was like a stage play and you just sat there and sang and i was moved to tears at my desk <laughs> yeah. like it's something about your voice that is just so phenomenal and i'm in love with this album i've been listening to it nonstop. thank you was there any particular track on the album that felt maybe more personal than the other ones or kind of affected you the most when writing or recording it oh yeah definitely it's a couple um the first one of course was Forever Don't Last. Like, I was basically crying my heart out during that song. And at times, I wanted to, like, stop and just, like, go and cry. Because I was literally in the midst of having to let somebody go and not wanting to. You know, that's the hardest thing to do when you're not ready. But you have to kind of, you know, you got to tell yourself... You have to know what you're worthy of. And um, that's what that song was. I was speaking myself through that. And then the other song that I'm most proud of is um, Masterpiece. Um... I'm sorry. I love, <laughs> I love that song. I was hoping you were going to say that. Yeah, that, that. was the, the last song actually that I did for the album. And um, I wasn't really thinking about doing like a, um empowerment song or anything like that. But it kind of just came to me. Yeah. And I felt like that was like God, like just to remind myself, like you are beautiful and kind of to prepare me for what I'm about to start doing again. Because, you know, coming into this industry, um, being the way I am, sounding like I am, looking the way I am. I know that, you know, I'm different. And um you know, I think I was preparing myself to just know my worth and know that whatever, however I am, it's enough. So so I want to ask you some like, I guess, more detailed questions about like, I guess, the process of you putting. Th- so the album's a reality show. Yeah, I'm sure you've answered 500,000 reality show questions. <laughs> so I'm not going to ask you about Jocelyn and, and whatever her other name well, is. I, I, I watch them. So I mean, I do too. Like I'm obsessed with all of them and I love when they rip out each other's weaves and all that stuff. But the album itself, Mm -hmm. like, first of all, I have to say, okay, my favorites, other than the ones that you've named and like the singles, Veins. Veins, yes. Um, Hood Love, hashtag Hood Love, (laughs) for those who didn't know. I made him change the hashtag too. (laughs) One thing that I've noticed that you've done on projects before and that you're so very like on point with is this like late 70s early 80s like a funky disco yeah i love it i love it for some reason like it's not that i listen to so much like 80s music but when i hear the beat it's something about it like i just want to write to it and i kind of get into it i mean of course i love prince and stuff like that and i think that's um a lot of kind of where i mold it to is like like remembering like how prince would yeah, yeah. and I kind of try to model it after that but I mean like Let It Burn gave me some prints but then I get like Evelyn King yeah it's I a lot going Shirley. on Let It Burn it's just so <laughs> that's like a soulful. I mean from the whole album like Stanley even is just yeah. like I'm ready to like clean my house they- and wash my house <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right so much fun but another thing I've noticed is like it feels like in albums sometimes you'll have like a really powerful or like strong ballad mm-hmm. like it'll be the song before last and then your very last song is like okay like put on your your freakum dress and like let's boogie right. do you do that intentionally um no but i did with this particular album i felt like i needed maybe one more ballad but i was more so concerned about um like just telling dope stories like telling really detailed stories so mm-hmm. that's what i was thinking about even more so than the vocals like for me the vocals was like like the sprinkling on everything i just wanted to have the base of of this album i think is that you can listen um to the stories that are being told so did you feel like you wanted to like i know you you've said like you wanted to share your reality mm-hmm. and stuff like that with people but are the records like a whole bunch of different stories because you really have like a song on here for everybody I, or for <laughs> a ton of different moments or feelings yeah. do you like identify with them all or did you want to kind of like tell different stories and share different things for maybe your like fans who may be going through that or i mean some through. of the stories of course are very personal um and some of them i just wanted to tell a story that i feel like wasn't being told mm-hmm. like for brand new i i just sat so happened to notice like a lot of the um the rappers who it didn't look like they was with they 
the women that they started out with. So I was like, oh, let me tell this story because I know it's a lot of women like looking like, what about me? You know, right. women that's, that's like them. Um, and mascara came about with me just being on Instagram looking at all the video girls and like looking at their lives like and it all looked the same I was like dad y'all take the same picture y'all mm-hmm. go to the same places Miami <laughs> right <laughs> y'all do all the oh, same stuff so I was like let me tell this story now I will say that I was not trying to come off as judgmental mm-hmm. I was really just trying to be I consider myself like almost like a news reporter like I'm just trying to tell the story mm-hmm. and then how you take it is is how you take it like so. silver linings Yes, Silver Linings was um, a story definitely that is not about me. Actually, it's about a... I don't even know where... Actually, my mom helped me make that up for some reason. I came up with like the first um, couple lines, and she was like, Oh, Jazz, you need to make them uh, rob a bank or something like that. I was like, what? (laughs) I was like, all right. (laughs) So my mom was actually instrumental in like... She was letting me know if it was hot or not. She'd be like, "Uh uh-uh, no, girl. Next, do something different, or she let me know if she liked it. I love a good mom. <laughs> One thing I've noticed about the album is, is that it seems like your songwriting abilities have gotten even better than what they were before, which is like not to say anything, you know, disparaging no, no, about yeah. previous work, but I can definitely tell that there's been some growth there. Do you feel like the uh, relationship, like going through that and then you know going through the process of ending the relationship do you think that helped affect the quality of your songwriting or kind of changed your perspective on some Um, things yeah i think everything that i've been through thus far everything that i've heard everything i've experienced is um aiding in me growing as a person and growing in every way so yeah definitely everything i've been through is helping me i read that you um like you listen to like a bunch of beats on a CD and you just pick out the ones that you like well for this particular album like it was for me it was like so personal like I I really literally spent most of the time in Philly I wasn't going out working with a bunch of different producers I was like I'm gonna just do this by myself and I wasn't like trying to do it by myself because I was like I'm trying to show everybody that I can it was just it felt like that's what I should be doing Mm -hmm. Um, so with this particular album I was just getting beats sent to me and I didn't have no names, nothing. I didn't know who the beats was. I just, whatever I was feeling, I'm just like, oh, I'm feeling it. I'm going to write to it. So I want you, I know that you talked about, you know, your relationship and all of that. I didn't want to get too deep into any of that. Oh, it's cool. I just knew, like, I had heard about the, like, the extent of it mm-hmm. at the show that I went to. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking in my head, like, well, just give me longitude and latitude and I'll just take care of it. Like, I'll wipe <laughs> the nigga out. Because absolutely oh, not. That's what we won't do. Oh, yeah, it definitely got bad. It got got really bad. But um, here on our show, we have, like, a section where we all, we talk, uh, we get letters mm-hmm. from the listeners at home. And almost... Every single week we have a letter about a relationship and it's usually about some ain't shit guy that we just call fuckboys. Mm-hmm. So if you had to like define what a fuckboy is, what would that be and how and how do we stay away from them? I mean, a fuckboy to me is just like an insecure man that cannot um, handle um, a person or his woman being being confident being great he can't handle it so like he tries to bring her down any kind of way that he can and Mm -hmm. I think um I experienced some of that I experienced you know and and I'm not saying this like first of all let me just say we were both young and and I can understand that it's a lot to deal with um the situations that we were dealing with but um, I dealt with, I think, you know, some jealousy, like a man not being able, not being confident and not being able to handle a strong woman. So, that's boy to me. And that just, is that is, <laughs> that just seems like something that is happening to so many different women in relationships. It's like, and man. Yeah. And you got to <laughs> like, be smart. Like, if you see something in somebody that look like they can't handle who you are and like all your greatness, then let them go. Like, they not. That's not the one for you. Right. I told the girls that it literally had, it took me like running around my little apartment yelling like, you paid for that and you bought that yeah. shit too. <laughs> you are a bad bitch. You need <laughs> like, friends like that for real. But you know what? It, you you got to listen to friends like that because of course I had family. I had friends that was like, girl, what are you doing? And, um, you know, of course I didn't want to hear it, but you have to be able to. Um, listen to especially the people that you know love you and care right. about you and been there forever so my last question I just want to know if you're going to be doing um, if you're going to be writing for other artists um, am I going to write 
Am I going to write for other artists? I would love to. I mean, I love writing. Um, m- most of the time, the songs that have gotten picked from different artists have been songs that I already wrote. So mm-hmm. um, it's only been a few times that I kind of went in the studio and was like, oh, I'm going to write this for somebody. But I would love to. Like, my dream really, though, was to do, like, write for, like, Disney or something like that. Like, scoring or something like, like that. Like a... Like a... Like a soundtrack? Like a or? whole yeah, movie. Like, yeah, like like the soundtrack or, like, you know, the the... the score like with oh yes. my god I, I would love that. I grew up on Disney so I would love to do that so then you could just get Oscars and Grammys in Man, the same year I mean I love telling stories like my mom was a playwriter and I, for, and I watched a lot of Disney series <laughs> me too I love like telling a story and I feel like I can look at a scene or something like that especially with Disney and kind of like make up something crazy well, I love the stories you tell and Thank the you. way you tell them. Thank and, of you. course, your phenomenal voice. I completely stand. And you're everything. Thank you. Um, my last question is, where do you shop? Because you're cute and you look good. Like, uh, yeah, I they, want your jacket. We got to take a picture. They can see this. This is so Actually, cute. Like, I'm jealous. We just got this today. I actually don't even know where this dress has come from. Uh, well, first of all, I... I um, have somebody that kind of makes my clothes who's actually oh, like one of my best friends is nice. Marquette Marquette by Marquette shout out to him <laughs> yeah um, so he does a lot of my stuff wow. now okay yep. awesome well listen we ain't gonna hold you up thank you it's cool no thank so, you so 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 much yes my last here. thing I'm about to go get some wine and just <laughs> chill right. for the honestly next. though like it really is humbling for you to be here because again I have been such a huge fan of yours for Aww. like long before I did this so for you to come and be here and like allow us to talk to you is extremely no like, problem thank you me. I appreciate it. especially I appreciate really like talking to my fans like people that like have supported me and you know even prayed for me when y'all when y'all thought I needed to be prayed for I <laughs> like little helper please That's help <laughs> Well, I appreciate talking to y'all. Thank you so much, Jasmine, yes, thank for coming Thank you again for coming through, and congratulations. And yes, the we album love is it great. so, so much. <laughs> so we're going to take a break, and we will be right back. Hey, guys, don't forget to check out our amazing sponsors over at Squarespace. If you go to squarespace.com and use offer code FURY, that's F-U-R-Y, you'll get 10% off your first purchase. Now, I know lots of y'all out there are little entrepreneurs and things, which I love, and I know that building a website can be a huge pain in the behind, but if you use Squarespace, they can help you come up with beautiful designs. It's simple and extremely powerful. They have 24-hour, seven-day-a-week support via live chat and email. It's only $8 a month and you get a free domain if you buy Squarespace for the year. Make sure that you check them out. Crystal's going to tell you some more about their features and Squarespace 7 and all that. Yes, so Squarespace 7 is the um, brand new version of Squarespace and it comes with a newly designed interface and 15 new templates. It can integrate with Google Apps so you can connect it to your Gmail or your Google Drive for cloud storage, Google Forms for surveys, all kinds of stuff that you can do with Google. And they've partnered with Getty Images so you can take care of all your stock image needs in the same place you manage your site, which is very, very useful for people who are going to be using a lot of stock images. Again, that's so many different gorgeous templates. They have beautiful design with um, really powerful interfaces. We use it for every single thing that we need on the website, like Squarespace handles it all from um, e-commerce, anything you might possibly need to use for your website. So again, head over to squarespace.com and use offer code F-U-R-Y to get get 10% off we thank them so much for their support so go to Squarespace start here and go anywhere yeah shout out to Squarespace thank you all so much for your continued support and let's get back to the show so are you ready to read or I can you want me to go first um do you have like a good one um I don't know about good I'm just very annoyed by something this week what about okay. you what are you talking about mine's kind of like broad Okay. Well, I'm going to talk about this particular incident then, since it's just like this one particular thing. So you know how all this shit about Bill Cosby has come out again Mm -hmm. um, over the past few months, and it's been just sort of like, once people really started paying attention to the rape allegations, his career basically just fell apart in like six days. Like We all witnessed this, right? It Mm -hmm. was like... We all paid attention and we heard all these terrible stories from woman after woman. And we were like, oh, God, this is awful. And there wasn't any court decision, which I don't think is even the point here or anything. But we watched Bill Cosby's career fall apart. So tell me now why Amazon is letting Woody Allen write and direct a television show for them. What? Woody Allen 
has a deal with Amazon, who you know does, um, I think, Transparent, which picked up a couple of Golden Globes. Oh, yes. So they're getting more into that whole, you know, arena of, of, of media. And they are letting Woody Allen write and direct a television show. Woody Allen, who has had child abuse allegations um, pinned on him from his own children. Like, this is not like some randoms or whatever. Like, this is a seven-year-old child who is describing in detail. Or a a girl who was seven and talking about what happened to her when she was seven years old by this man. Like, it's no secret. It's no... It's not like anybody... You know, doesn't know about this shit. It's not swept under the rug. Yeah, he married his fucking things. stepdaughter. Like he married his fucking stepdaughter. Woody Allen married his goddamn stepdaughter. Like, like, like literally the adopted daughter of his wife. You married this person. Like, and not only does Woody Allen continue to be celebrated and and nominated and applauded you know, year after year at all these different events. And people bring it up. It's not like Mia Farrow and her kids don't talk about this shit because they bring it up every time. But y'all continue to award him. Not only does he continue to be awarded, but this motherfucker is getting a whole new television show. Bill, every single project Bill Cosby had was canceled in like 48 fucking hours. Netflix canceled the streaming thing that was supposed to happen on like Thanksgiving or the day after. We are, All of the syndication checks were cut the fuck off by TV One and everybody else who was running Cosby's show reruns. Every single thing Bill Cosby had his hand in. That I think they even took him off the board at fucking Temple. I think Spellman did some shit, removed him from some shit at Spellman. Like it, the, the backlash has been immediate and yeah. it's been severe and you know what it was supposed to be but this racist shit right here where this is the type of shit that i'll be talking about when i'm saying that there's some shit that is just racist and and it's not kkk it's not you know burning crosses and and lynching children it's shit like woody allen continuing to receive awards and and be respected and even embraced in hollywood and bill cosby actually having to face the consequences for his actions so fuck you amazon and lord knows i'll be on that amazon prime i'll be on that same day they they listen them motherfuckers rolled out same day shipping and the shit is only seven dollars or some shit listen i'm not I'm yeah. saying this. I'm I'm, I I'm mentioning how much I use Amazon Prime because I need you to understand that I'm a fan of Amazon and the shit that they do. That, it's on my like like it's one of page. the it it helps me keep my life together. But y'all dirty as fuck for this. I have the app. and all of y'all are dirty as fuck for this. It's all of Hollywood. It's all of media that's responsible. The same way Woody Allen gets to continue to thrive and flourish and bill cosby is shitted on is the same shit where the the naacp can be bombed in colorado and two thousand people can die in nigeria at the hand of a terrorist organization but when another terrorist organization kills 12 people in france then it's a global uproar and we are we all supposed to be just sweet charlie in this shit like like your lives are really valued more than ours are we are punished even when we do wrong, like it's not that we shouldn't be punished for fucking up, but it's that y'all aren't. Or if y'all are, you're not punished as severely as we are. This shit is fucked up. It's racist and I'm sick of it. So fuck you, Amazon. And that's my read for this week. Powerful. Thank you. Again. Bitch, what is your read? So here again, I feel like from now on we should just make it so that you have to go last. That doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. Why? Because mine isn't a movement. You so? always have your fucking fist up in the air I and you always say something so shit. powerful and then I'll come over here and I'm talking about like chips and it's like bitch what are you talking about? I appreciate that. I wish I got mad about chips. Like I get mad about this shit. I get mad about fucking Amazon and Woody Allen. Well that really is disgusting. I didn't even know that. I just found out to, and that was another thing I just found out today so it I just heard, um um, Seventh Heaven. I heard she's working again too. Oh, is she really? I heard the that. daddy on Seventh Heaven already. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, are about to be. We'll see when Bill Cosby gets, and Bill Cosby should not get booked again. Let me make that clear. I feel like Bill Cosby. Like this is not harsh punishment. I just feel like the same shit should be happening to Woody Allen. And you need to look at yourselves and ask why the fuck it's not. So my read is um, it's kind of about like. How do I even describe this? You know so how sometimes you'll have... Mm-hmm. When you meet a person sometimes through another friend... Oh, Lord. 
You know how sometimes you just have these moments where you meet someone that is, hey, friends with someone else. Okay. (laughs) And then y'all become friends. I don't think that you should have a problem with that when it happens. And I've had, like, lots of incidents in my life, especially when I have, like, made friends more and learned to be, like, more social. With me, myself, I lock myself off. Like, I kind of cut my myself off from people, period, anyway. I mm-hmm. don't really go out that much. And, like, most of the time when y'all do expose me to someone, like, when y'all friends, I'll just be like, oh, hey. You know, and I do. I sit there. But then there are other times where, like, with you, with Dustin, with Asante, you know, um, with Kia. I've met, like, a lot of really cool people through other people or through the internet. Mm-hmm. And those are people that just, like, spiritually I have clicked with. And I think that sometimes you, it just happens. Like, you might meet someone and y'all just kind of get yeah, each other and click. become friends. So my thing is, don't be mad if you meet don't be mad if you introduce friends and they become super cool friends and like hang out without you why would you be mad oh hang out without you you know what i'm saying like i feel like it's kind of i've just had moments like in my life even like back home in miami i've had friends sometimes be like oh so y'all cute little friends now just going out to (laughs) pinkberry or whatever and or like sharing your favorite songs be like so i can't like the person that you like like you obviously <laughs> friends with them and so like it's not okay for me obviously either. I'm like I'm confirming like hey yeah this is a cool ass individual <laughs> like thanks for introducing us we're like I don't know some people just click yeah and you should appreciate that and let it be for what it is and furthermore some people that you can introduce people and they may have better chemistry than you do with that person just because of the way that they are awkward then like oh hey i introduced y'all and now y'all are better friends now i'm not saying that you shouldn't like exile your original friend if it comes to a point where like you i introduce you to somebody and y'all become cool but now i like never see you or like you're completely different or like our friendship is affected because of that then that's something else okay you know what i'm saying if it's just like if my friend has been secretly saying, oh, that bitch is a hater. That bitch don't really like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, if it becomes bullshit. a situation where you're dragging me or you're dragging my friend away from me or something like that. But when does that happen? Besides like on the Babysitter's Club. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, like even with the friendships that I have, like my friendship with you and my interaction with you is completely different than my, you know, friendship with Tay. Like we're all great friends yeah. and we have great friendship. Like, as a unit but i can talk to tay about like naruto and azealia banks and like i don't know japanese knives other things and things you know like that you would be like girl what like lana del rey's last album i tried but it's just and i get it it's it's, not for everyone it really isn't it's no it's that's fair suicide music that was rough but it's actually factual as well okay um but i love it either way you, I think we should just recognize that, you know, friendship is like friendship and it's general. But then at the same time, people have different friendships. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm going to want to go and like kick it with such and such. Maybe they smoke and you don't. Maybe like you're a, an awful drunk. So I'd rather go to the club <laughs> with such and such. Like, don't be trying to get me together or gather me because I'm hanging out with your homeboy. That You know, like, why can't we just all be motherfucking friends? Yeah. Maybe it's you. I feel like that awful drunk line is about me. I am a pretty bad drunk. I mean, I know this. When I say awful drunk, I mean like... I'm pretty bad. Like, I can't hang out with you when you're wasted. Like, you break things oh, or, like, okay. hurt people. Got it. Or, like, like you make get a violent. scene. Got it. Where it's just like, I won't do oh, this. Oh, okay. No. You get wasted and you're just kind of like, well, I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> anywhere <laughs> anywhere like i don't care if it's in the middle of the club i will sit down and It'll just go to bed club, and i will go to sleep on yes. the beach it doesn't matter on a light it doesn't it doesn't anywhere i'll go to bed if i'm drunk a, I'm cab, just tired. <laughs> a metro mover you're right though people sometimes like when you introduce 
mutual friends. Waffle it can house. be okay, dude. That's enough. I don't sleep everywhere. I mean, but I will, like most places. I do. You used to just sit. I would. Oh my god, it was bad. Like within that first six months of moving to New York, <laughs> it just be like, okay, well, I'm done walking, so I'm gonna just sit here now, and the rest of you can go on without me. But I personally am not moving anymore. Like I'm done. It takes a while to get used to all the walking that you do up here. So, but anyway, yes. So, yes, I have just, like, I've never been a person who's, like, when I have a friend or, like, somebody that I fuck with, it's because, like, you have given me, you've shown me that you're someone who, like, maybe either understands me or is trying to understand me and I'm doing the same for you and we have a good time together and so on and so forth. The levels of that can differ depending on who the person is. Like, there's shit that I can talk to you about that I can't talk to friends that I've had, like, almost my whole life. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. So just, like, appreciate that. Acknowledge that. If you feel like there's a hole or something missing in a friendship with someone, then speak to that friend and fill it. You know what I'm saying? Don't be out here like, well, girl, you and such and such are such great friends. Or, oh, bitch, you got on some Louboutins. Do you think that you better than somebody now? Or, oh, well, that girl don't call me. Like, the phone don't ring to, like, you know, go two ways. (laughs) Oh, well. All them petty comments that people make. Don't be that friend. Like, if you really feel a way, then just say something. We get letters about that often, too. Like, oh, or even at the show, sometimes we'll get questions from people where it's just like, I don't know. It was just it's a little different. I don't know if I should pursue something. <laughs> well, just go and speak to your friend and be like, look, this is how I feel. If you feel like, if you don't even feel compelled to work out a friendship. Yeah. Then what are you even Then what? You probably weren't even for. friends for real. Yeah. Like, the people, if I have a falling out or if I feel like something's odd, I'm not going to really even put in the effort to go and say something to you if we weren't really friends. Like, mm-hmm. I only do that to people that I, like, really genuinely give a fuck about, that I know have my best interest at fucking heart, that I know that I can trust, that, I, you know, that hasn't done me no kind of way. Like, right. if I feel, because there are shakeups and there are slip-ups, friendships are just like every other kind of fucking relationship. They take work. Mm-hmm. So that means that if something is, is happening, if some shit is off, talk to your fucking friend that's what you're supposed to do anyway it doesn't mean that you're gonna agree and it may take more than one fucking conversation but if you're not even interested in trying to figure out what it is or put that effort in there then you probably weren't friends anyway so that means leave me the fuck alone all right that's it okay so that wraps up another episode of the read make sure y'all follow us on facebook and twitter at this is the read and check out this is the where you can see uh, we'll see. You can listen to every episode and read our bios and all kinds of other great fun stuff and get information about our upcoming shows, like in Houston, Texas. Ah, Houston, Texas. Ah. We love Houston. Thank you so much, Philly, first of all, for coming out last night. We had a great time at Drexel again with you guys. Y'all are just a mess but so much fun so thanks again everybody who came out um to the read philly and houston we will see you guys here in a few weeks so excited i'm very excited to go back we're Where gonna be at the we need to do some new cities u of h so tickets um available go to this is the com for the link to those tickets and what else is going on um thank you so much to jasmine sullivan for stopping by like oh yes of course how could we not <laughs> moments we Mo could, like meant. I know she left the studio and was like, "Them niggas is crazy." They were a lot. <laughs> like that was a lot, but hopefully it was a fun interview. I know she had a long day, so hopefully it was fun for her. But thanks again for coming through. We love you. Woo! So honored. Um, I don't know how I just ended up googling photos of Donald Glover. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and go now. Then I just want for like someone to put in the atmosphere, like to put uh, push us gay? to get. I doubt it, but like, why not? You know, everything's okay. sexuality is a gray area. It is. You know, you could be tomorrow. You can. You could go back and forth. Or maybe if you just want for to. me. I mean, listen. Who knows? Maybe y'all click, and it's one of those things where you meet somebody you never thought you would fuck around with somebody of the same sex, and then you had a connection though. It was deep. I feel like that'll be me and Frank Ocean. I was going to say that Frank Ocean is also still my man. So oh, okay. Well, I mean, honestly, you can you can box me about it because... I mean, well, if we have to step outside, we're going to do it anyway. There's, so quite, there's really like a don't. handful of men that I could see myself being like, you know, maybe he wouldn't be too bad. Like, But it's like literally five. Woo! 
all Frank the rest Ocean of them. Frank Ocean is so fine. Frank like, Ocean, where is that new album? Like, I'll get him to put it out. Oh, will you now? Mm-hmm. Exactly what you gonna do to make that happen? Season some goodies up. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and leave. So the acronym for this week is um going to be all right. <laughs> F N G H a a a b bitch <laughs> what the fuck is that fuck niggas get hennessy and apple juice and bitches i don't know we're gonna see y'all next week <laughs> i was on the spot at Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T Mobile. Switch Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to... Maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you.